All right, guys, so I got to pay homage first, of course, uh, Donovan Sharp. Uh, I just want to say a couple things about Donovan Sharp. I don't know Donovan Sharp. He doesn't know me. We know of each other on the internet, uh, YouTube, uh, but uh, he took a chance with me. Uh, I got a text message from Donovan. Uh, also, I, I want to pay homage to uh, Bruno as well, but I got a sudden text from Donovan, and he was uh, a gentleman. Really, really nice and uh, respectful, very respectful. He said, I'm hearing some great things about you. Um, I'd love to have you speak at my event. And uh, to have a guy that I've never spoken to, we've never tweeted, we've never messaged each other, nothing, to uh, maybe take a look and then say, this, I want this guy at my first annual CME event. So I want to uh, thank him for that and also congratulate him at the same time for taking his business and evolving it to this point. So we can give him a round of applause. Uh, secondly, George Bruno has been a supporter of mine since uh, I was doing uh, videos with my cell phone in the worst quality uh, imaging you can possibly get on a cell phone. I think <laughs> it's like taking uh, a videos uh, with the lowest um, video quality. Bad audio, might as well have been black and white. But uh, George discovered me, and then I discovered him in the kitchen, of course, you know, the Daybreak Show. And I'm like, who is this guy with this game, this, this uh, older cat with this game? So, you know, I found him, he found me, and he's been a big supporter of mine, and I know he's been, uh, he was very influential in getting me here. So I just wanna thank you, George, for everything you do. And then thirdly, just I want to thank all the attendees for coming. Uh, you could be anywhere right now. You chose to invest your time, money uh, to come and, and listen to us. So I compiled, uh, there's so much that I'd love to share with you today, but uh, I was led to make these talking points today. Um, if you'd like to know me, I'm Coach EO on YouTube. I'm an empowerment coach for primarily men, but I do coach the ladies as well. Uh, so um, you can find me on YouTube. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I also do group coaching. I also have a book, which is titled Cut the Bullshit. So before you can become well, you need to cut the bullshit. And cutting the bullshit is an inside job. Wellness starts inside, and then it comes outside. A lot of people want to start outside <laughs> until a circumstance or an adversity comes. It's too late because it wasn't real. So if you're interested in maybe, if you'd like to read, we can, uh, that's available on Amazon, Cut the Bullshit. I got a second book coming out uh, in September. Welcome to the Champion Game Lifestyle. So I go by Mr. Champion Game on YouTube, very arrogant. I'm very arrogant at times, <laughs> hey, I'll admit it. Uh, but I have a lot to be arrogant about it sometimes. I've, I've accomplished a lot by myself and so, it is what it is, but I go by Mr. Champion Game. It's a lifestyle. It's not one thing, it's a series of things that follow each other, okay? So I wanted to start with that. Now, this is a big one. How to accept and extend a compliment. Who here, the attendees, have you guys talked to each other and complimented each other at all? For example, there's some attendees here. I don't see them in the audience. 
They're the, they're the, guy, the brothers that do the tailoring. And they're running a business, and we had an opportunity to connect. And, you know, I just want, they were complimenting me. I was complimenting them. It's important, I want to say this to men. Women are used to getting compliments. Men are not. Men never get, hard, rarely get compliments, unless you're real fly. Okay? <laughs> you got to be something different to get, if you're a man to get a compliment. A woman could go to Walmart right now with five-day-old yoga pants on, with her hair tied back, haven't even brushed her teeth yet. She's going to get a compliment. So I want to talk to a little bit about how to accept a compliment and how to extend one. Believe you're worthy of a compliment. Remember, it starts inside, then it comes outside. If I just dress somebody up in some fly clothes and say, all right, go out tonight, nothing's going to happen. Okay, it's an inside job. Believe you're worthy of a compliment. So I I'm asking you guys, are you worthy of a compliment? Not just your physical appearance, but your behavior, who you are as a man. Would you compliment you? Just be honest. Be honest with yourself. Would you compliment you? kind of want to ask some people. There's also a way to accept the compliment. If you ever, have you ever complimented a woman and she didn't believe it? See, because women, like, they really doll up on the outside, but the inside is oftentimes suffering. So if you ever compliment a woman, she's like, who, me? She doesn't believe it. You can compliment a man, he doesn't believe it. So I don't want you to reject a compliment when it comes. I want you to believe you're worthy of a compliment. If somebody says, nice shirt, I like it, what are you going to say? Thank you. Thank you. I also say, don't reject the compliment. Instead, accept the compliment gracefully. So thank you would be appropriate. Thank you. I also learned something in sales, the, a head nod. And I saw someone do it here. They greeted me, we greeted each other, and they gave me a head nod, kind of like a, hello. It's, it's, it's kind of a bow without bowing to people when, <laughs> when you meet them. So if you, if you meet someone, I, I would encourage you to shake a hand firmly, but not too hard, like you have something to prove. But shake a hand and do a slight head nod. It's a showing of respect. Here's the next thing. Throw one right back. It's something I do. If someone compliments me, I'm going to find something about you. Of course, mean it, which I say here. Make sure you mean it, though. I'm going to find something I like about you. I, I want to build people up. And I would like you to build people up. So if somebody compliments you, throw one back. That takes a little bit of social skills, which we'll talk about, but open up. Somebody complimented you, compliment them back, please. If the compliment is coming from a woman, be sure to bounce one back with something she's unlikely heard before, okay? Example, her voice. Did you like her voice? Tell her. Her fashion sense, maybe. Maybe she's got a nice summer dress on. She's coordinated well, whatever. You look very nice. You look delightful. I like your dress. Or a delightful personality. Maybe she's bubbly. Maybe she's smiling a lot, which I encourage women to do. They never, hardly ever smile. There's a few women here with cameras that have been smiling. But um, compliment her smile. Note, a woman has been told on numerous occasions that she's beautiful 
and has a sexy body. <laughs> Don't go there, not yet. Plus, not all compliments have sexual intent. You got to know the difference. Just because a woman compliments you doesn't mean she wants you to be in her bed. She might mean that, but don't assume it. All right, some fun stuff now. Flip the script on defeatist lingo. The champion's way of thinking. Now, you've heard in the manosphere, she's not yours, it's just your turn. I never liked that, I never resonated with that, and I never will. That's not my experience. Instead, the champion way is, I'm not hers and it's just her turn. She has to campaign for a secure position in my life. I'm not campaigning for you. Maybe we're campaigning for each other, but you don't just walk in and think you're running things, <laughs> okay? What if she doesn't like me? You hear that all the time. I coach men to tell me, well, what if she doesn't like me? What if she's not up to my speed? What if I can't please her in bed? That's a big one. What if she's a lazy, lousy lover? What if she just lays there like a dead fuck? <laughs> like, fuck me. No. <laughs> Note, a man with game coaches his woman on how to be better in bed. Just know that. If you don't like how your woman pleases you, I, okay, let me just say this too. I hold men accountable for everything. And, and so I'm hated for that in some cases, but I'm also loved for that. If your woman's not pleasing you, that's your fault. In any category, if she's not uh, pleasing you, that comes back to your individualized coaching with her. So I just want to make sure I say that. If she's not good in bed, teach her how to be good in bed. What if her friends don't like me? You hear that. Well, what if her social circle is full of low lives? You care what those people think? And most of the time, women have low life friends. Not in all cases, but in many. What if I don't make enough money? What if she's incompetent and unresourceful? What if she doesn't grind with me, for me? All comes back to the man. My legendary mantra, which will outlive me, is it begins and ends with the man. What if she's incompetent and unresourceful? It's all in the mind. Note, this is not an attempt to strip away a woman's value. Champions do not have an interest in making unnecessary attacks. This is only an attempt to retrain your mind to think more assuredly. As champions, we have standards for what, for what and who we allow into our lives. So that was the point of that segment. Flip the script on that defeatist lingo. She's not yours, she's just your turn, that's weak. I know a lot of guys say it in the manosphere, I fuck that. What if I don't like her? What if she doesn't add value to me? Assets only liabilities in a champion's life. Get over that defeatist lingo, please. Okay, emotion quotient, emotional intelligence. When I'm coaching men, I, I see a big problem here with, and women too course, but men especially, and this is a conference for men, emotionally unintelligent, ready to snap off when something doesn't go your way, we need to talk about it. Your ability to remain calm and peaceful during moments of change and challenge. I'll give you a quick story. Uh, before any speaking engagement, I go and get a custom suit made. 
So I went to my tailor. We, she measured me out. It, it arrived, and I'm like, who did you measure for this suit? It's not for me. Shoulders were all out. I mean, it just was all wrong. Now, I didn't say that. I thought it, okay? But I remained calm, and I said, oh, this needs alterations. So we tried. she measured me again. Came back, wrong again. Wrong again. Five times. The day before I, I, I flew here, I came in again. It was worse than the fourth time. So I looked at her in a very calm manner and said, we're done here. I'll improvise. I have other clothes in my closet. I will tell you that I'm a little disappointed. Uh, spent a lot of time coming here. Uh, it was an expensive suit. It was well over $1,000. But we'll reconvene when I return. That was it. I didn't say, give me my money back. Where's the manager? <laughs> Forget that. What's that going to do other than waste my time? Now, I, I, again, I was disappointed, but I just said, you know what? Time to get a solution. You got other suits. Let's keep it moving. For another example, sudden discovery of infidelity. Let's say you're married. You're in a relationship. You find out that your woman uh, is doing some deceitful acts. What are you going to do? For one, I want you to know that there's always a possibility. A start implies a finish. You start something, beginning, end. Hot, cold, <laughs> up, down, left, right. There's always a chance that any woman that you're going to see could change her mind on you. So I don't care if it's the first three years have been impeccable. On that fourth year, she could change her mind. You can also change your mind on her. I'm not for running out on people that you've made a commitment to. Try to make it work. But if you're unhappy, communicate that and end it. Okay? But as men, you guys sweat women, and this is why I'm saying it. You guys get hooked on sex. Vagina feels good, doesn't it? That dick feels good, too, to a woman. Change of health or job status you could, uh, you could go to the doctor. Most men don't even go to the doctor, get an annual checkup. I talk about this all the time. George Bruno goes and sees his doctor. He's talked about it. You can go to your doctor. You're not feeling well. You haven't had your blood work uh, taken in a while. Everything's off. You're going to freak out. You're going to fret. You're going to complain. You're going to worry. No, you're going to fix it. Look at your history. Look at your habits. Maybe your blood's off for a reason. Maybe you're a poor eater. What if you drink all the time? Fix it. Go back in three months, level everything out. Ending a personal family or business relationship. Look, things are going to end. Many uh, men in this room had to end a, a personal or business relationship recently. It got a little messy. Stay away from that. We're, we're, we're focused on the future, becoming the best man that we could possibly be. So just remember, keep your emotions in check. This is a big one. I teach this one a lot. Your ability to see through another person's lens, thus producing a productive and authentic exchange. Try to step outside of yourself sometime. Ask yourself, why did they do that? What did I do 
to maybe motivate that person, that woman, that business partner, that friend, family member, whomever, to respond this way. Hold yourself accountable. Before you blame, before you get emotional, ask yourself, what's my role in this? That's what you need to do. Here's another thing I kind of mentioned it before. Refrain from unnecessarily burning bridges. Champions aren't selfish, okay? Now, understand this, all people are selfish. <laughs> so every person in this room is selfish. And, may, and you might not even be selfish enough, okay? But every person in this room is selfish. However, as men, we should promote the advancement of other people. Someone, want, someone wants to go speak at another event. Uh, they want to uh, travel for whatever reason, recreation or educational. Let them. Let them. You, don't, you control no one. You can barely control yourself half the time. And that's facts. You can be true to yourself while simultaneously allowing another to be true to themselves. Why can't you just stand and, this is who I am. This is what I live for. These are my standards, principles. I respect who you are as well. You can do that. I do it all the time. Understanding someone else's reasoning and actions does not mean you have to approve. So just know something. Although you can respect another, you don't have to like what they're doing. Here's another thing about emotional intelligence. Your ability to set a goal and see the goal to its completion. A lot of the guys I coach are like, coach, I tried what you did. It didn't work. I said, brother, you did one-fourth of what I told you to do. One-fourth. Talk to me once you've done it all. You've completed the course. That's like buying a suit. You don't have the dress shoes. I got the suit. I don't have the, the shoes. Or I have the suit. I don't have the shoes. I don't have the socks. Tie, nothing. You need the whole thing for it to work. See it through the completion. It takes emotional intelligence to do that. Why? Laziness? Everyone's lazy, including me. I'm lazy as fuck. However, once laziness comes on, on me, I say no. It's not time to be lazy. Maybe next week, once we finish our goals, we'll, we'll take a day to uh, watch Netflix and eat a beef sandwich, whatever, but right now it's time to get the job done. Laziness, stagnation, boredom, sex. Sex is very distracting. A lot of women want to give me sex. <laughs> Just being honest. However, there's a time for sex. Not when the body wants it, not when you get a stiff dick but when it's time to have sex. A real man schedules sex, to be honest with you. We don't just stop where we're doing to have sex with somebody. So among other distractions, distractions will invade you. An emotionally sound person will experience the distraction, will, feel a, will experience a thought that comes in that might sound better to the body or to the ego, and says, ah, fuck it, take the day off, man, or, or go, go see that girl or whatever. No. We gotta get the job done. That woman's not gonna pay your bills. Schedule the appropriate time for recreations, and I mean that. Say the word no, then move forward. I train the people that I work with when they are battling negative thinking. 
although thoughts are not real, but we won't talk about that. Thoughts are not real. Action is real. Thoughts, they're not real. When you have a thought that comes to you that opposes what the objection is or the objectives that you have, just say the word no. Just say no. No. Say it out loud. Say it to yourself, but say it. No. You'll find, you'll find that when you say the word no, it disrupts that thought pattern and it, you can possibly get right back on track. Your ability to take on a role and be responsible for it, responsible people tend to be emotionally stable. I put here example, the staff and event leaders at CME, look at how responsible they are. This guy ran to the bathroom to come back in time. Okay, his back hurts, he's walking around with his socks on. I say that as a joke, of course, but he's working. He, his back hurts, he's tired, it's on a schedule. Emotionally stable people stick to a schedule. Okay, even if, they don't, even if they're tired, I'm tired. I haven't slept in three days. So what? Gotta do the speech, gotta help you guys. So emotional, emotionally stable people stick to a schedule, they get the job done. Adversity quotient, <laughs> your ability to endure challenging times in life without falling apart. Now, I know many of you might be thinking, okay, when's he going to get to women? Not right now. You emerge through each challenge with more knowledge and a greater understanding of self and others. Okay, through adversity, you do that. You should do that. Or you're just taking L's. You're just taking constant L's. So I'm going to ask you, are you just taking L's or are you learning through adversity? Champions find a way to get the job done. Remember that. A man, a champion, finds a way to get the Tired? Fuck tired. Back hurts? So what? Take a Motrin and let's keep going. Be prepared to go it alone if you have to. A lot of people won't move unless someone's moving first or with them. Can't wait on that. If you have that, and we'll get to that a, a future segment in a minute where I talk about how to do that, but you have to do things on your own in this life as men. You're going to have to do things on your own and get used to it. Champions exit with class. There's a way to leave. Let's say you have a business, you had a business situation going with someone. There's a way to leave. If you gotta leave something, don't burn the bridge, be respectful, be a good communicator, explain your side of the story. I'm doing this for this, I have to go. Leave with class. Don't, don't curse people out, don't make fun of them, don't dox them, don't create memes, <laughs> don't bad uh, talk gossip with your friends, don't go DMing, do you, you hear with such and such? Fuck that. Exit with class. That way you have no regrets at the end. I, was, I communicated effectively. I was clear and transparent. And I was classy about it. And I need to go now. This is a big one. I teach this one a lot. How, the ability to see the future right now. Can any of you see your future as you're sitting in your chair? This is one of my quotes. A champion prepa uh, prepares for the plan to not go as planned. A lot of your plans are not gonna go as you saw them in your head. I just want you to know that right now. 
Before you respond, you, have, you only have a few seconds to live out the future in your mind. Before you emotionally respond, you want to respond emotionally or whatever, passionately as you might call it, you're going to have to have the ability to be superhuman, to, to be able to see what does six months from now look like if I say this. There's people right now that are... Uh, that hate their neighbors. Like, you get, like, I know people personally that they won't even go outside if the neighbor's outside. <laughs> like, if the neighbor's outside cutting the grass, they'll wait. <laughs> like, they'll wait, you know, if, if he's outside cooking, he's like, fuck. <laughs> Could have avoided that if you were emotionally stable, didn't cuss him out, didn't tell him, get the fuck off my lawn, get, your dog shits too much. I have to laugh because I heard somebody say that once. Champions think big picture, so that's why I said that. Six, don't think about right now. Think about right now. Think about six months from now. Where are you going to be in six months? Right now, it's cold. It's fleeting. People say life is short. Untrue. Life is long. Life is very long. For some, it's not. For most, it is. Plan for the future. Watch what you say. Don't respond emotionally. Think long term. I'm getting better at this. I'm not perfect. Experience all the possible outcomes, positive or negative. Remember, you have two seconds. Somebody's talking to you about something real heavy, something you don't like, something that's burning you up inside. And you want to see there's fire in your eyes right now. You literally have two seconds to put that fire out and to respond calmly. This is something that men suffer with, and that's why I'm talking about it. Ask yourself before you say something, before you do something, is this the most productive move to make? You got to start having this inner dialogue. Is this the best move? Is this the most productive move? move? Will this make me more money if I do this? Less money. I care about this woman. Words matter. Your ability to make adjustments in real time. No panicking. That's another, it's emotional intelligence, guys. Emotional intelligence. Your ability to make adjustments in real time. Don't fret. Don't complain. Don't panic. There's a solution. To every problem, there's a solution. You've heard that before. Don't complain. Don't get emotional. Figure out what the solution is. The plan will not always go as planned. Be prepared for that. Take action. Focus on the solution. Okay, the last one, social quotient, social intelligence, which most men don't have. Your ability to build a network of colleagues or friends and maintain them over months or years. It's one thing to meet a girl or have a friend for a week, two weeks. Hey, we were friends for the summer, but eh, kind of fell off. It fell off because you didn't maintain it. It's simple as that. If you want anything to have longevity, you must purposefully maintain it. It must be a priority. If it's not a priority, I'm going to tell you something right now. You think you, you, maybe you meet a girl and she likes you. And you take that for granted because she really likes you. And so you, you say, ah, I don't know, she texts too much. I ain't texting her back right now. I'll make her wait. I'll put her on ice. Okay? Put her on ice long enough, she's going to be texting another dude. Just know that right now. It's so important that you learn 
how to maintain relationships, okay? Over months, years, I know people that have been friends for 20 years. I have a friend, two friends, I've been friends with since I was 14 years old. I'm 41 years old. Value for value, as stated in my book, this is a big one about social intelligence. Find, discover what each individual on your team, if you don't have a team, I mean your life, okay? Your life. Discover what each individual on your team deems value and become the provisioner of it, okay? This is very important about building relationships. You're like, man, I'm in and out of relationships. You don't know how to maintain them. You don't know what they like. You don't care about what they like. You just want your needs met. You don't care, okay? It's, selfishness is good to a point. You'll lose everybody. You'll lose everything. Find out what's important to people and become the provisioner of that. If you can. If you can't, then you can't. But I'm going to tell you something right now. If you put forth effort... You can do it. Your brother, my brother likes Bears games. We live in Chicago. He loves Bears games. I'm kind of over it. Tailgating, sitting out in freezing temperatures. Not for me anymore. But he likes it. He's important to me. I'm going to buy him Bears tickets and I'm going to go sometimes. And I'm going to bite the bullet. Why? Because that relationship is important to me. No IOUs. This is a big one. Man, I teach this one all the time. Shout out to Louis Suarez sitting over there. He knows this. No IOUs. <laughs> oh, no one, nothing. That shit will haunt you. They'll be talking about it. Remember what I gave you back in 1996? <laughs> oh, no one, nothing. Be thorough. Speak completely and productively. Okay? This is something I want men to do. Speak clearly, productively. Make sure people understand you. Let there be no confusion when you talk to people. They look dumbfounded. Maybe choose some different friends. <laughs> Find a different woman, whatever. You can't grasp this, okay? Or maybe you're a bad communicator. Improve that. Present contracts to secure commitments. In business, look. If you don't have a contract with somebody, they can go anywhere they want. Just know that right now. And don't cry about it. You have a contract? Maybe a different story. Note, if you choose to provide value without expectation, you just want to do something nice for someone out of the kindness of your heart. Does that ever happen? Inform the person they owe you nothing. You owe me nothing. I wanted to do this for you. You don't owe me anything. Again, be clear in your communication. Okay? All right, let's get to the juicy stuff. Date for lust, ego. Marry for peace, spirit. I just want to repeat that one more time. When you're dating, I want you to date with your ego. Okay? Lustfully. But when you marry, I want you to choose that woman with your spirit. I teach men to, when they're young or middle-aged or divorced or whatever to date casually for a significant amount of time so you can learn about yourself. Learn what you like, what you don't like, what you will put up with, what you will not put up with. You won't know these things without dating casually. I'm not talking about rushing in, oh, can I be your boyfriend? I don't say that to make fun, but that happens. 
casually date. I'm figuring out what kind of man I am and what situations I'm going to thrive in and with whom, what personality types. Personality matters, not that ass. Personality. I want to say this is going to be a little interesting segment. Allow the ego to run wild while dating. I had to learn this. But have the spirit. And when I say by spirit, I mean maybe logic, wisdom. We all have it. We're just not tapping into it. But have the spirit supervise along the way. Last night I had to have a talk with my ego. See conversation between ego and spirit. I'm upstairs with you guys uh, for the VIP event uh, to meet everybody. It was a nice time. Really nice. Open bar, baby. <laughs> I used to drink a lot. Binge drink. I was more of a binge drinker. I'd work all week. And then when Saturday night came, fuck that. It's time to party. So I saw the bottles and my ego said, come on, champ. Gin and tonic time. <laughs> fuck this. Time to drink. Let's have a drink. One drink. One. My spirit said, I'll reward you another way. No. I sat there and drank Fiji waters. <laughs> I probably had six. I was like, sipping that boy. There's a part of you that's a lower vibration that's going to want to do feel good things. I want that higher part of you, that wisdom, that spirit, to learn how to monitor the lower part of you and to make higher decisions for yourself that are gonna be more productive. Date with the intention to learn about yourself and personal preferences, I said that. Big one, do not mislead women. I told a woman in the hallway, one of the models that worked, she asked me about a player, what's a player? I said, a man that tells a woman the truth is not a player, that's a man. A player is a liar. A player is a liar. A man doesn't even like to be called a player. Your time and hers should be respected. I want you to know that you only disrespect another, another person's time when you don't value your own time. But when you talk to business people, we're on schedules, man. <laughs> we don't have time to talk about the flower pots and the weather and all that shit. It's time to go. It begins and ends with the man. You respect your time, you'll respect others, other people's time. You don't like to waste time, you won't mislead women. If you like to waste your time, you'll mislead women. It's the way it is. A woman, this is a big one, and I hope you write this down. A woman's games only succeed on the man playing games himself. A woman's games, and she's got a lot of them. I don't say that in a bad way. Women are different, they play games, okay? Not all, but most, especially in this era. A woman's games are only gonna succeed with a man playing games. A man that knows what he wants, knows who he is, straightforward, clear and concise, transparent, this is who I am, this is what I enjoy, are you in? Not in? Take care of yourself. Was there a game there? Couldn't be a game there. Note, this will be in the second book, a man's truth will force a woman into her truth. Your truth, spoken, <laughs> demonstrated, will force other people into their truth. You'll see their, you'll see their insecurity come out. You'll see, you'll see it. It's going to show. Liars are attracted to liars. <laughs> Sometimes a liar can be attracted to a truth teller, though. That's when they're ready to cut the bullshit. But 
A man's truth will force a woman into her truth. She will either proceed or retreat. Just know that right now. If a woman's down and ready and living in her truth, she will be refreshed by a man living in his truth, and she will go in that direction. If she's ready to play more games, she's going to retreat. In any case, we're fine. Big one. A champion romances all of his, of his life. Example, animals, nature, the food on his plate. You guys are, are you guys thankful for the food you have? You guys just eat? <laughs> or do you stop and say, uh, thank you for this. Animal had to die for me to have this steak. And they have to die uh, pretty brutally. It's life, whatever. You can make a decision not to eat meat if you want to. But at least take a moment and be thankful for everything you have. The earth. When was the last time you picked up litter and threw it in the garbage can? The earth matters. And when I say a, a man romances all of his life, I'm saying that because it's like men get romantic with women, but they're not romantic anywhere else. They don't romance the man in the mirror. You don't care about how you look, how you present yourself. You don't listen to music you love. You care about what other people think of the music you listen to. You roll the window up. Uh, that's old school, Rick Crank. You roll the window up when you're listening to music. You don't want the guy in the car next to you hearing it. <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing. Be a confident man. Romance all of your life. That way when a woman comes, we respect her. Come on in. We'll invite you in. But we're romancing all of this. Content creators, the ones I know and, and respect, we romance the men we even talk to. And I don't have to say pause or no homo. We romance you. We care. We love you guys. We're here to help you guys. We romance you too, not just women. I say that a man should build a dope life, so dope that women see it like, who is this dope man with this dope life doing dope things, and I want to know who this man is. Your life's already dope. Whether she's here or not, it's dope. Does that make sense? When your life isn't dope and you meet a woman, that's when you begin to become desperate. Desperate energy. Marry me. Marry me. <laughs> I have to laugh because we've all kind of been there, but hopefully we get past that now. Romance all of your life, every single facet, every person, everything. Be grateful for everything and be desperate for nothing. Okay. Marry that. <laughs> Marry a bee. What do you guys think that is? Some of you want to get married, don't lie. There's a way to get married. There's a mindset on how to select, how to vet, <laughs> how, to, how to create a family, if that's what you want. There's a way to get married. Marry a bee. Marry a boring woman. Marry a boring, simple, and peaceful woman. Like, marry a woman that's like, honey, I'm going to paint the spare room. I'm going to create a garden outside. You ready to go to Menards or Lowe's? <laughs> I'll help you carry the supplies. Marry a boring woman. I mean this, I was married. And I married for looks. I married a breast implant, rich, sexy woman. And although it was fun, it ended. If I get married again, 
I'm marrying a peaceful, simple, boring woman. And I encourage you to find beauty in women on the inside. Now look, I'll get to the outside, but marry a boring woman, trust me. Do not marry for physical beauty. It shouldn't be your primary reason to get married. I want you guys to concentrate on inner beauty. But see, here's the thing. If you're a shallow prick, you're going to pick shallow people. It's just the way it is. But if you're a generous, compassionate, loving, motivating man, then you'll attract that kind of woman. See, it begins and ends with you. Nothing outside of you can make you happy. Only you can make you happy. So don't marry for physical beauty. But of course, we want her to be attractive. We're not going to be sitting around with a woman we're not attracted to. Find a woman you're attracted to, but it can't be dimes. Get that out of your head, please, guys. Don't ever call a woman a dime again. There's no such thing as a dime. I said this before. There are no tens. There are no dimes. You don't even know this woman. How can you call a woman a dime? You don't even know her. You're going to be on looks alone calling her a dime? Only simps do that. Marry a woman that is head over heels enamored with you. My mother gave me some advice when I was young. My dad died when I was three, so she kind of had to do multiple jobs. She said, son, I want to tell you something. Only marry a woman who loves you more than you love her. It has to be that way. I didn't write, I didn't create women. It has to be this way. Trust me. Marry a woman that loves you, digs you more than you, than you dig her. It's got to be this way. If, you're, if she's up there and you're down here and it's that kind of energy all the time, she is leaving you. I just want you to know she's leaving you. But if she is looking up to you happily, not by being forced by you, but because she chooses, I love this man. I'm attracted to this man. I love this man. I love his personality. I love our lifestyle. I love... That he, that he doesn't have bad habits, whatever. She's enamored with you. She wants to be under your leadership. That's the woman you marry. You don't marry the opposite, a defiant woman. You're wasting your time. It's going to end. And again, marry for inner beauty. These things should be important to men, and if they're not, they need to become important. Kindness, nurturing, compassionate, loyal, trustworthy. However, you won't value any of those things if you're not any of those things. Okay. Cultivate her physically to match her sexual preferences, okay? <laughs> I want you to know that when I see a woman, like, initially, I don't think, like, she could be attractive, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to, those bangs, you know those four-inch bangs that cover your forehead? I used to tell women, I'm like, can you pick your hair up for me like this? I'm like, you have a nice forehead. Why do you hide that forehead? Okay, I want you to grow your hair out four additional inches. <laughs> she does it. Now her hair is up. Elongates her face, shows more of her face off. I'm creating her. Here's another sexual preference. I think George Bruno and I have this in common. Anybody like Bush in here? No, Bush, Bush. <laughs> Remember Revenge of the Nerds? We've got Bush. All right, so I think Sterling likes Bush. But anyway, I like Bush. I used to like, you know, clean shaven, but now I want like a little triangle, a nice bushy triangle. I like that. Okay? And I'm going to tell my woman to, to do that for me. Also, if I don't like her hair or, or let's say, look, if you get tired of your woman, that's your fault. 
You should be telling her, all right, time for a cut, babe. I've <laughs> had that hairstyle for like two years. I got a spa day ready for you. Make an appointment for her, send her in. Okay, I want your hair like this. You see this magazine? Show the stylist, that's how I want it. <laughs> hey, you want your marriage to work? You have to create this woman you want. She ain't out there just waiting for you. You have to create that. Marry a whatever you want, babe, <laughs> type of woman. Man, I can't say it enough. You want to marry a woman who says, no, why? <laughs> we did that last week. You don't think they exist, do you? Do you think that there's women out there that, that will say, whatever you want, babe, whatever you want? They're out there. When you choose right, they're out there. When you choose wrong, <laughs> forget about it. I want you guys to go with women that want you. Stop chasing women that don't want you. She don't want you. Good. We don't have to waste time with her. Time is precious. Tick tock. Y'all gonna die one day. Wanna waste time? Bullshitting? She don't want you. Good. I'm glad you don't want me. I'm glad, you, I'm glad I was direct and honest to find out where you stand right now. Good. I'm going to go with somebody who does. I want you guys to marry a woman, a whatever you want, babe, type of woman. She's out there. Trust me. This is really important for the marriage people. Organize a sit-down dinner recapping the past week's events. Proper communication is extremely important in relationships perhaps on a Sunday. Literally where you actually prioritize, we're gonna have a meal. If it's just the two of you before you have kids, do it then too. You guys talk. How was your week? Anything you wanna talk about? You, t you guys are talking. <laughs> Put your phones away, fuck Instagram, turn the TV off and talk to your woman. Bonds are formed in, during times of communication, verbal communication. <laughs> you are the prize in her eyes. Marry a woman who sees you as the prize. Now, I have some questions for the audience. And I just, if, if you can, just give me a raise of hand, okay? Who in here wants to die early? No one? Guys live like Aaron Death Witch sometimes. Just kidding. Who here wants to live a miserable life? Who wants to live a sexless life? Anyone? Mm, nobody. Security? <laughs> nobody? Marry a bitch. You want any of those things? Marry a bitch. And until next time, champion game out. Now, if you guys come to my channel, it's going to be a little different vibe. I just want you to know I'm, I don't bullshit. I, I straightforward talk. But I wanted to bring something a little bit different that you could take and leverage and maybe start implementing immediately. Because these things will help you. I promise you that. If you take it serious and you're consistent and you believe these things, it will help you. I can answer any questions if you have any. Anyone have any questions? A haircut is one thing. How do you tell women to lose weight? Okay. Well, for one, generally what you eat, she'll eat, if you're leading, 
and you select the right woman. If you select a defiant woman, a defiant woman then no, nothing's going to work. Nothing you do. See, it begins and ends with a man. You're in shape. I see that. You work out. So if your woman's putting on a few extra pounds, it's time to back off on the uh, late night eating and, and, and whatever. And you tell her, babe, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to Nordstrom Rack and we're going to buy some new workout gear and we're going to go work out. You don't go tell her, look, fat bitch. All you do is fucking eat. All you do is fucking eat. Remember, if you lose attraction to your woman, I'm blaming you. I'm, bla I'm blaming you. There's going to be another content creator that doesn't blame you. I'm blaming you. If, if you're losing attraction to her, you're losing attraction to yourself. Okay? Because as you elevate, she should elevate. And if she's not, that's your fault. Does that make sense? Thank you. Any other questions? Yes, sir. How do you find a, a good tailor that you can be happy with? A good tailor? Yes, sir. You could start with the men's warehouse. That's a good start. Uh, you know, there's a gentleman that actually works for me for the men's warehouse, older gentleman. I love the guy. And uh, I would get tailored by a man. I'm just being honest. There's a lot of female ta tailors, but they're all right. Get a, uh, find a man to tailor your clothes, such as this gentleman right here who's going to give you a business card. See, hustling, man. Hustle, boy. Open those ears. There's always something, man. You're missing it. So I appreciate that. But uh, hire him. And uh, if you're close to a men's warehouse, give it a shot. Any other questions? No? I guess we're done here. Thank you very much. The second CME is less than a month away. Get your tickets now at MasculineExcellence.com. Link in description. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to Patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description.